Italian miracle is one of those expressions that has been so overused that it's now become a label for facts and circumstances which, to be honest, are really not that miraculous. To fully understand the global success of companies at the top of many sectors of industry and commerce in Italy, we need to challenge simplistic definitions, delve into the individuals that made that success real, and hear what they say about this miraculous recipe, if there is one, or what the ingredients actually are. These are professionals, managers, people I want you to get to know through this podcast, which is sort of the backstage of successes built on good ideas, and most importantly, on the valuable people who know what to do with those ideas and how to turn them into reality. Piero Lisi is the company giving us the opportunity to shed light on what it takes to achieve constant growth and success. Enjoy the conversation. Circular Thinking. Conversations for Industry. Piero Lisi, global leader in separation and extraction processes, 500 employees, mostly engineers, and 130 technicians in after-sales configuration and support. I think I got that right. But if I forgot anything, let me ask Giorgio Pintagro, Chief Commercial Officer of Piera Lisi, who is in charge of centrally coordinating the managers that are located on different continents. And he is here with me now. First of all, thanks for that intro. It's a real pleasure to be here with you today. What brought you to the company? At what strategic moment in time? And when you joined, was circular thinking already a driving force at Piera Lisi? Yes, except we didn't know it. It took work, ingenuity and strong will to change the company's positioning from a correct, innovation-oriented concept to a new concept of circularity, which, in my opinion, is better aligned with our times and the type of company we are and that we want to become or to be. What criteria, what tools are needed to create a team that works for you, but is not with you, in the sense that it is physically elsewhere? When I joined Pieralisi at the end of 2018, we redesigned the sales organization. The question we asked ourselves was, okay, what criteria should we use to select the team? And the first that came to mind is obvious. I want the best performer. Well, the point is, was this what we really needed, just the best performer? Perhaps we might look for other attributes, like empathetic skills or leadership skills. I came to the conclusion that the attribute we were looking for besides performance was trust. We needed people with the right balance between performance and trust. And when in doubt, always choose trust. We needed people who would embrace our project of change, who would become our sponsors, who would attract and bring on new talent on this adventure to improve and transform the company. That's because when the hurricane hits, you have to have people you can count on. You have to know these people are committed to the project, even if they're far away. Let's start with our country, Italy. As you know, Pieralisi operates with two divisions, meaning we're divided internally into two lines of business. The first is olive oil production machinery, where we are the global market leader. The other division is a spin-off of the first, started in the 70s and addressed what we call industrial markets, 
involving the separation of mixtures wherever a process is needed to separate a solid fraction from a liquid fraction or a liquid fraction from another liquid fraction. I didn't want to get deep into technical jargon, but this is what it is. If it's olive oil we're talking about, Italy is the world's second largest producer. We're talking 300,000 metric tons per year. We used to be first, but we were outperformed by Spain big time. We slipped down to second place and we're way far behind. Definitely not a close second. All the same, it represents a very important market, one that's also very fragmented and not just geographically, considering it encompasses the whole boot of Italy. There's olive oil from Lake Garda to Sicily. We're in the Mediterranean belt, so the entire country is involved. But also in terms of customers. We've got privates doing it on the weekends just as a hobby. They own a grove and have fun making a few bottles for themselves or relatives and friends. And we've got the big industries. So to serve such a vast territory and diverse base of customers, a widespread sales and after-sales force, but also a broad product mix are crucial. The industrial market, too, is largely fragmented. We have big, city-owned plants with stations treating water for millions of people. And then we have private companies, such as food and beverage multinationals. So here, too, customer diversity, widespread presence, specialization, and staying close to customers. Which means that even though Pieradisi is present across four continents, it's still a medium-sized company. This closeness, or intimacy as the British call it, is a differentiating factor for Pieradisi. Okay, then how can we not start with Spain, the number one country in the world, for olive oil production? The figures are mind-boggling. 1,738,600 metric tonnes produced every year. That's over 50% of the worldwide production of olive oil. Italy, as you said, is second. Italy is the first consumer, but the second producer. The saying goes that the Spaniards produce the olive oil, but the Italians sell it. In Spain, we have Rodrigo Gen. Okay, let's hear from him. Absolutely. Join us, Rodrigo. Hello, um, I'm Rodrigo Jaén, Managing Director of Peralisi Espana in Portugal. I am with Peralisi since two years ago when the project was assigned to me. It was a very challenging project. We are in the most important area of uh, olive oil production in the world, Spain and Portugal. So Peralisi has a big impact here. Indeed, Spain is the largest uh, producer of olive oil in the world with an average of 1,350,000 tons per year, and where 80% of the production is in, in Andalusia. So that can give us an image of the, how concentrated is the production. No? In the world, we have 3 million tons uh, produced in 69 countries. So basically, Spain has a very important role in the production and in the market. My guess is that the Spanish, who are at the cutting edge of production, place high value on superior quality treatment to turn the olives into oil. How is Pieralisi responding to this need? The quality of olive oil is, without a doubt, uh, the biggest differentiator that the producers in Spain are having. So we need to make the balance between quality and volumes. We are seeing a clear tendency where the production of oil is advancing in the year, that means that if in the past the production started in November, now the production is starting in October. 
but starting in October means that the, the weather is hot. So the temperature of the olive is higher and the producer need to introduce new technique to reduce this temperature. So quality comes in um, advanced productions, biggest volume, but very important to maintain the yields and the production rate. Peralisi is investing since uh, years ago in the system for the cooling and the crushing that uh, can maintain the quality of the paste, the paste of the olive, no? because uh, for sure the quality of the olive oil comes from the crop, for the olive, but our machines need to maintain this quality the best as possible. So, customer needs. As you said, nuances are needed now more than ever. In your work, how is Pierre Elisi accomplishing this task? Our products are highly durable. That means that our customer has the, the decanter for 20, 30 years with a high capacity production. But uh, when this uh, customer decides to change the machines depending on the timing of the year, they could find difficulties to, to invest in a new and the last uh, innovations decanter. So we have a segment of, of customers that want to renovate the, the machines uh, having the quality of Peralisi, but reducing the uh, invested capital. Second Life is a 100% refurbished machines with uh, 100 spare parts coming for Peralisi, high quality work and warranty by the producer, by, by us, that give to the customer a machines coming from the factory and with the, the visibility that this machine will work others 20 years. Great. This was Spain. Some others, however, were faced with more difficulties. Take Greece, a country where past crises inflicted deep wounds, yet it managed to hold its head high in Europe. In Greece, we have George Protogiro. George is Greek, but brings an international background. He worked in the Emirates for many years. For me, he's half Greek and half Swiss. We needed a structured person to restore order to a situation that needed it. That's what he says too. Difficulties in the initial stages, but then a committed effort towards recovery. I am George, George Protogiro. I am the managing director of Pieralisi uh, Elas. My role is to uh, manage the Greek market. I am in the company since uh, March 2020, just before the pandemic. It wasn't so far an easy story for Pieralisi Elas. The challenge for me was not the COVID-19 pandemic, but the considerable culture to strategy gap that I found when I came in the company. However, our development change management platform is helping us to overcome long accumulating pathogenesis and upgrade HR deficiencies and inadequacies. With the help of our recruiters, together with a highly valuable team we have in Greece, we are finalizing the company repositioning, leveraging in some cases with crucial staff replacement. We are working intensively to improve work passion, inspire and build trust, create shared vision for the future, and re-establish an adequate customer-centric strategy. George, the Greek market undoubtedly shares certain characteristics with other Mediterranean countries, but are Pierrelisi's values consistent with what customers actually need? In other words, are you already walking together, or do you have to open the pathway towards these concepts? Well, actually, since we're in Greece, let's say to this philosophy. 
Χεραλίζελας adapts principles, practices and actions in accordance to modern business values and procedures. We are currently redesign our operation principles, our behavioral rules, duties and responsibilities, pathways and accountability processes. Besides, we must not forget that our strategy is to provide highly qualified services to our customers with the goal of guaranteeing active and responsible engagement according to the principles of sustainable development. George, you're a mechanical engineer with 20 years of experience in this field, so you probably understand more than anyone else, and you can really appreciate the design and the know-how behind the machines manufactured by Pierre Alizi. There is absolutely no doubt that Pierre Alizi has an engineering approach in achieving excellence in its own DNA. The undisputable extensive experience in the olive oil industry led our company into the top position in the supply of continuous cycle plants. Our competitive advantage is that all our units and systems are designed according to principles of circular economy and made entirely at our company's main premises, where also maintenance professionals are well trained. There is no doubt that the future is bright and belongs to us. In short, this is the confirmation that people make the difference, and for this reason their training must be imprinted with fresh concepts and much-needed changes in direction. How about going to another continent? What do you say? Well then, Africa. Here too we had an organisational change because we had an office in Tunis, but it was only in charge of the Tunisian market. We tried to manage the rest of Africa from Italy. We brought Karim on board, Algeria-born but now living in Tunis. He studied in France and he too has a global profile. He worked for large multinationals and was the person we needed to start managing Africa under one head. And in fact, Karim Hamlaoui took this role on easily and today is one of the pillars of the company. Great, over to him. I joined Peralisi on the Jet 2020, and it was during the starting period of COVID-19, who was starting in Asia and was starting affecting also the certain area in Europe. So it was very difficult, uh, this period. However, in terms of business management, uh, it was also difficult because at that time, Peralisi was suffering in terms of image and also on the after sales. My role was to support the local team and work closely with our partners who are in different areas in Africa to improve the company image and also to be uh, in front of the customer by understanding their need and give them the maximum support to make their the life easy and also to create a certain trust between us and our old customer and why not to attract the new customers in Africa. What other opportunities does the African market offer in addition to olive oil? Coralisi have a large experience on the industrial equipment like the environment, like food, like chemicals, etc. And today, we are pushing many doors in Africa to speed up our presence and our partnership in the separation solution division. We are dealing in, uh, in Egypt with a high project with the local authorities. Locally in Tunisia, we are dealing also with the local authorities in some environment project, but also with the big players in the food, especially in the poultry business. Even in Algeria, in with the local authorities in the wastewater treatment, and also in a certain area in Africa like Kenya, we are we are present in the avocado business. Sure, but in a large market like Africa, 
I'm wondering what kind of role local politics play in the countries where you're doing business. For example, are politicians sensitive to the line Pierre has taken on environmental protection through the machinery it manufactures? In Egypt and Algeria, when the environment ministry opened the door for a huge amount of investment on the environment for the wastewater treatment, the first listed company in their supplier, it was Peralesi. And they contact us before to contact any other competitor or the player around the world. And this showed me how our company is respected around the world and in our Africa market. And when I opened the door and talked with many responsible in this governmental and uh, environment governmental leaders, all of them, Egyptian guy and Algerian guy, was telling me very simple, you are a very old company and well reputated. And we know that your machines, even after 40 years old, they're still running in Algeria, even in Egypt and in another area in Africa. So this is why we start by opening a door for you I think this is, for me, it's a key message coming from the local governmental with their strategy. Working with the good companies, delivering the right uh, equipment with high level of the uh, performance, with high level of the after sales, uh, is in the strategy of every single local governmental leaders. Giorgio, we've almost made a full trip around the world through the voices of your market managers. Now it would be nice to plant a flag in the Americas. What do you say? I say we do have one, and it's represented by the only woman in this team. Of course, I wish we had more. To be honest, we keep pushing to have women in leadership positions. But here we're talking about Estela Testa, who was head of Latin America when I joined, and today is in charge of the Americas, which includes both North and South America. Let's hear what she has to say. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. It's a pleasure to be able to share a little of our reality here in the Americas. This market is really infinite. Our focus is not to sell machines. We value delivering solutions to the customer with a reliable after sales. We want to make lasting alliances with customers. One important market in Brazil in this moment is the wastewater treatment because we have 50% of the Brazilian population without these plants. Speaking about food and beverage, which is another segment that you work heavily here. Today, we have many customers who use our technology to produce grape juice here in Brazilian state, wine, apple juice, vinegar and cider in Argentina, mango juice and pulp in Colombia, in addition to our classic olive oil present in Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, Peru, Mexico and the US. Circular economy and sustainability have become a cultural battle in countries like Brazil, whose rapid growth over the last few decades has created undeniable imbalances. I imagine that here, too, there's a strong connection between politics and development. Well, in recent years, we have been working hard to help our country in the technological advance applied to sanitation. We work actively and constantly to fight for more investments in this very important sector. I believe that we, who are our of what we need to have a more sustainable world, 
have an obligation to shake up politics so that our governance can look with the care and attention that this sector deserves. In the same way that the new law brings us many challenges and many opportunities. The most interesting thing is that all these practices defended by us at Piralisi are in line with circular thinking and the transformation of the ESG practices to environment. Investing in sanitation is investing in life, in our life and in the life of nature. We're in the middle of 2022. Can we say that business is on the road to recovery after the big crisis? Well, this post-pandemic moment is being challenging. We have a hit the market with very high demand as projects in food, sanitation and renewable bioenergy. For example, Returnity with many investment perspectives in 2022 and 2023. That's why we are preparing to accompany all this growth with new investments in technology, in our production and the administrative process, also adopting ESG measures in our daily lives, also contributing to sustainable growth. Of course, we could not fail to invest in our employees, as they are the ones who build and take care of our greatest goods. They take care of our customer. In this way, we can grow in line with Pieralise's values, which are customer focus, openness to change, responsibility, integrity and simplicity. Giorgio, let me tell you something. After meeting with Alessandro Leopardi, the CEO of Pieralisi, I had the impression that the people who move your company strategies forward are much more than simple professionals committed to a joint renewal and expansion project. They're more like men and women who are moved by mutual feeling. Your CEO was right when he defined you as a team. Today, I've had proof of this. Yes, definitely. We're not just a group of people working together. Today, I believe we're a team where, like I often say, each one of us is useful, but no one is irreplaceable. A company that can say that everyone is useful, but no one is irreplaceable is driven by a strong culture, which is the company's real asset. Today, I know these individuals have the skills to build and define a culture in the company and align the individuals they choose with the same values. Well, it's time to say goodbye, but I would like to close with a provocation, if I may. We talked about a team, so let's use a football team analogy. 11 players. Is it better to have a world-class captain and 11 bad players or 11 mediocre players? You're trying to trick me. I'd better not answer that, otherwise I'll soon be getting my marching orders from the CEO and shareholders. Let's just say that it's better to have champions at Pieralisi, and we have them. And that's what I thought. A big thank you to Giorgio Pintagro, Chief Commercial Officer at Pieralisi. And a personal thank you from me too, for answering our questions with such great courtesy, and for being so down-to-earth. Circular Thinking. Conversations for Industry.